Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961 4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961 4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. Yeah, after a week's break, Peter Mullen back with us. Good afternoon. Nice to have you here again. Thank you, David. Lovely to be back again. Now, we're talking about fats today. Now, fat has copped a big bad rap, but you're going to tell us that possibly fat can be a little bit underrated. Yeah, look, absolutely. When we think about our diet, there's um, three major food groups or macronutrients. There's your proteins, and everyone knows that you need to eat protein. There's your carbs, and interestingly, carbs aren't essential. Did you know that? We don't actually need to eat carbohydrates. We can convert protein to glucose. So it's interesting. So carbs aren't classed as an essential. So what about these people have been on a whole carbs diet, you know? Well, yeah, the whole carbs, you know, a little bit differently. But I went to a seminar on the weekend again, and um, the seminar was fantastic. There was a fellow there just sidelining a little bit, a fellow there called um, Jeff Volick from the States, and he's an expert in what's called the ketone or the ketogenic diet, which is a, a pretty much a low to no carbohydrate diet where you're eating mostly proteins, fats, and vegetables. So from his research and from the latest information coming, carbohydrates are the new big baddie. So back in the um, 1970s, a fellow called Ansel Keys came up with the, um, the hypothesis that you know on autopsy they found, found all these people had arteries clogged with fat when they looked closer, they were clogged with cholesterol. Oh. So that's how the, how the whole story started about cholesterol's bad, we need to cut back on animal protein, we need to increase our complex carbs. So remember then they were saying, have more bread, and even our current food pyramid has as the bottom third cereals, grains, and yeah, carbs, yeah. basically. Yeah. But the interesting thing, so, so from... Ansel Key's sort of observations and from the 1970s that the war's really been waged against fats as fats being bad but the latest research is suggesting that it's actually we've lost the we've we've gone off track with that it's actually Mm -hmm. the carbohydrates that are more problematic so from the 70s we opted for light and low fat not realizing these foods were being pumped with sugar to make up for the lack of flavor so that's when all the you know light cheese and the light milk and all of that sort of came on the market so we actually need fats. They're essential for a well-balanced diet, and but it's all about the quality of the fats that we eat. Okay, so now you've got five reasons here for us you're going to share about why fat is underrated. What are these five reasons? Well, fat number one, fat is the body's most concentrated source of energy, so providing more than twice as much potential energy as carbohydrate or protein. So with just a small amount of fat, we get plenty of... Um, energy or, or fuel fuel source. Uh, certain fatty acids or certain fat sources like um, nuts, seeds, oily fish provide what are called essential fatty acids. So one of the reasons we need to eat fats, Dave, is that we don't, we can't eat, say, um, a certain type of fat and then turn it into all the different types of fat that we need. So certain fats we must get from our diet. So these are called essential fatty acids and they um, make up um, they make we make our hormones from these fats. Um, they maintain healthy blood vessels. They manage inflammation um, in our body. So 
with these fats, so this is the fats like, um, you know, and we'll talk a bit more about yeah, this later, but, yeah. you know, your fish oil. You know, it's hard for yeah. us to actually make omega-3. We can mm-hmm. convert some fats from, say, linseed oil into omega-3, but we can't um, convert it as well as what we can if we just eat the eat the fish. I was surprised to hear that fats actually help us in absorbing vitamins with your vitamins. Yeah, absolutely. So we need... Um, um, fats to, or fats are good sources of vitamins like our vitamin A, uh, vitamin D. We need good fats to absorb vitamin D, yeah. vitamin E, and also vitamin K. So people who eat low fat diets are often deficient in these vitamins. Okay. Um, every single cell membrane in the body, cell membrane, so you imagine cells, imagine the cells like a grape. So that outer skin or that outer membrane is composed totally of good fats and phospholipids. Interestingly, our brain and our whole nervous system is comprised of fats as well. Okay. So fats, fats really make up a big part of what our body structure is made from. So, and the difference is if you say when we're talking about cell membranes here, one of the problems if you eat, um, say, food that's been cooked in, you know, like a takeaway food where they've heat, cooked the chips and cooked the fish and they've heated the oil over and over and over yeah. and over. One of the challenges with fat, and so, so some, and we'll get back onto the good fats in a minute, but one of the problems when we eat fat is fat's very well absorbed. So when we eat anything, whether it's a, a biscuit, whether it's um, avocado, whether it's good quality olive oil, whether it's uh, um, you know, fish um, like salmon or something like that, we absorb pretty much all of that fat. Now, if you go to a takeaway store and you have a packet of chips that have been fried in that oil, we know that Oil should certain oils shouldn't be heated. Number one, because they they become oxidized and they actually start to create carcinogenic agents. So those takeaway stores where the oil's heated over and over and over and over, and then you eat those chips. Basically, all of that fat is absorbed straight into your bloodstream and will be causing damage to your arterial walls. Mm-hmm. So this is why the quality of our fat is so important. Um, so and you know last last but not, so fats in, fats involved fats important for the functioning of you know so many parts of our body yeah. and um it either brings with it a whole host of good benefits or unfortunately due to processing um as i said overheating it brings a whole health whole host of health concerns and we're going to find out now about some of your favorite types of good fats so let's take a look at those so number one, and, and this one's very popular at the moment, but, you know, again, it's a food that's been around for since yeah. the day dot, and that's um, coconut oil. Is it good for you? It's very good for you. Very good for you. Many reasons to love coconut oil. Um, it's one of the best oils for cooking. Yes. As it's stable enough to resist heat and won't turn, won't become oxidized. So right. that's one of the challenges with um, other oils, like even good quality olive oil. It's a bit Do of a Do you problem. like olive oil? Yeah. I love olive oil. Cooking with olive oil? Well... Look, the the theory is that olive oil is probably not the best oil to cook with okay. because it does become – it's got a low – what's called a low flash point. So it becomes oxidized or heat-treated at a lower temperature. Coconut oil you can heat to quite a high temperature and you're not changing the oil, whereas olive oil – Good to put on your salad? Awesome to put on your salad. Okay. So I'd recommend using olive oil as a raw oil and um, use coconut oil um, or even rice bran oil for co- for cooking because they tend to yeah. withstand the heat better. Because, again, you know, as I said, oils are very absorbable, and if the oils are, <coughs> excuse me, um, have become rancid or oxidized, they're doing damage to your body straight away. So you really want to keep clean and, and healthy oils. And obviously, just while we're talking about olive oil, you don't want to try, you don't want to eat oils that aren't cold-pressed. Right. 
and extra virgin if possible. Extra virgin just means it's the first pressing. Yes. Cold press means that there's been no heat used. So my understanding is that they'll cold press oil first, try and squash out as much oil as they can. After that, they'll use heat and sometimes chemical extraction to get the rest of the oil out. So a lot of your cheaper vegetable oils on the shelf will have been already heat treated and maybe chemically oh, withdrawn. Okay. So you don't want to use cheap vegetable oils in any form as yeah. any part of our diet. And I'm not really a big fan of canola either. Right, right. So back to coconut oil. So it's excellent for um, cooking. Yes. Um, coconut oil, interestingly, is also really good for um, weight loss, which sounds a bit counterintuitive. You know, why would you take an oil to encourage fat burning? Mm. But coconut oil contains what are called, um, or naturally occurring, short-term, medium-chain um, saturated fatty acids, which go straight to your liver and are converted to energy as opposed to being stored as fat. Um, these, so they're, they're medium-chain, uh, they're easily digest, help to stimulate your metabolism and your thyroid activity as well. So interesting, isn't it? So you'd take an oil that would actually give you energy and help promote thyroid and metabolism. Okay. Um, and again, you want to buy coconut oil that is virgin, organic, unrefined, and cold pressed. So make sure you read the read the label. And what's your other of the three that we're talking about today that you like? Um, well, sorry, just with coconut oil, yeah. also also um, fantastic topically. You know, as a moisturizer. Yeah. Um, you know, people do coconut oil pulling. You know, where they sort of hold coconut oil in their mouth for mm. twenty minutes in the morning, and the idea is that it pulls toxins from their lymph system. Okay. So lots of benefits of coconut oil. Um, probably one of my favourite fats, or my next fats on the list, but my favourite fats is butter. Now, butter. Let's talk about the war. Is butter better than margarine? Um, in my opinion, no. No? No. Okay. Butter's actually much better for us than margarine. Oh, okay. Okay. So margarine, again, came about in the probably in the 70s. And um, what they were after is they were after trying to find a, 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 an oil that would um, last for a long period of time, you know, so they could use it in their baked goods like melting moment biscuits at mm-hmm. some of the supermarket stores that, you know, biscuits that have a shelf life of three months, you know, they can't be healthy whole foods because nothing lasts for three months. Right. So anyway, so what they did is they, 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 to make margarine, they get polyunsaturated oils, which are, should be a liquid at room temperature. Then they part hydrogenate them again. So that sort of turns them. The whole point of being polyunsaturated is they're, you know, easier for us to break down and digest, but yeah. then they have to make them semi-solid. They bubble hydrogen back through, so they're actually making them harder for us to digest. Yeah. So then you end up with this grey, greasy-looking substance that then they have to add yellow colouring and flavouring and salt to make it look like butter. So you actually end up with a, a butter look-alike right. that's actually harder for us to digest and in some cases, you know, may actually cause some health concerns. So I'm a big fan of just using um, organic... Um, preferably cultured. Right. You know, cultured butter is where they sort of actually incorporate or include some probiotics back into it as well. Um, what does butter contain that's good for us? Well, butter butter um, contains a lot of your essential vitamins, again, like vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K, you know, all necessary for cardiovascular health and bone density. Uh, contains minerals like selenium, iodine, you know, and there's a massive shortage of iodine in the Australian diet which may you know, be one of the contributing factors to why so many people have thyroid issues. Yeah. Um, and fatty acids as well. You know, All of these, which you won't get from margarine unless they've been added back in. And if they're added back in, they'll be in a synthetic form, um, particularly rich in the most absorbable form of vitamin A, which again is really important for thyroid and the adrenals. Uh, 
um, and doesn't contain any of the trans fats that have been linked to all sorts of issues as well. So with butter, um, you know, offer organic, unsalted, salted and cultured butter. Um, keep in mind, the salt often added to butter is often the cheap type of salt. Right. So you're better off to get an unsalted butter and, and just maybe sprinkle a bit of salt, your own good quality Celtic sea salt or Himalayan salt onto the butter. Um, and an age-old form of butter, you know, used in India is actually, may even be actually healthier again, and that's ghee. Okay. So ghee's clarified butter. It's basically butter fat that's been boiled to remove all the milk solids or, you know, any other milk proteins that might be left in it as well. Okay, then. Now, we'll come back in a matter of moments with your third favourite. You want to give us a little insight to what it is? Um, it comes from a creature that has scales and swims in the, in the water. We're looking at your three favourites. We're down to our third now, which swims in the water and has scales. That's a pretty bad clue, really, Could be fish it? oil. Could it? <laughs> so, fish oil. Yes. So, and one of the reasons, you know... It, the theory is in past, like a lot of our wild game would have had more omega-3 fatty acids, but due to farming practice and, you know, the animals moving around less yeah. as well, um, we don't get the omega-3s from our four-legged creatures like we used to. So fish, I always think, is a really important part to add into anyone's diet. Um, but it's an extremely, fish oil particularly, is an extremely important source of two omega-3 fatty acids. Right. Um, one's called eicosapentaenoic acid, or EPA, and uh, docohexanoic acid, or DHA. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> so the the two fats, so this is this is what's tricky. Sometimes when you go to the, the health food store and you might buy fish oil and it might have, you know, 20,000, like there might be 1,000 milligrams per capsule. It's not the 1,000 milligrams you really want to look at. You want to look at how much EPA and DHA is in the capsule. Right. Now, interestingly, just on that point alone, a lot of the studies with EPA and EPA, um, the EPA component is, is what we think of as the anti-inflammatory. So EPA is for things like rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis, uh, eczema, um, you know, any sort of inflammatory condition, period pain. Um, um, what are some other anti-inflammatory sorts of things? Any, anywhere where you think fish oil is going to be needed, yeah. skin conditions, um, allergies. So a lot of the studies have been done where you need really to be taking about um, up to 1,000 milligrams of EPA as a minimum a day. So if you're buying a capsule that's only got 180 milligrams yeah. of EPA... downside to fish oil. You'll be taking eight or nine capsules absolutely. a day. We... We there's a lot of better brands on the market these days. You don't have to take eight or nine. You don't have it's to got take higher. as high. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one we use in our office has 400 milligrams. So basically, with us, with that brand, you only have to take two fish oil capsules yeah. a day, and you, but you're getting the therapeutic range. If you take less than the therapeutic range, you, you're wasting your time and yeah. your money. So the second component, so the EPA is the anti-inflammatory. The DHA is particularly for the brain health. So we think anything with brain and mood. Oh, EPA is also for depression and anxiety, but the DHEA plays an even better role because that type of fat in the fish oil mm -hmm. is what we use for things to support people with depression, um, uh, kids with ADD, ADHD, poor concentration. You need that DHA component. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you want to make sure you're getting the therapeutic amount. And because of our diets can be quite varied, and particularly with kids' diet, I'm a big fan. I think everybody should be taking a fish oil supplement of mm -hmm. some description. Um, 
so thousands of studies. It's one of the most studied nutrient, like natural natural supplement on the market, um, and shown that it can reduce the risk of heart disease, improve symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis, inflammation. We've talked about um, even improve thinking skills, which we've discussed. So, in an ideal world, you know, we'd really should be able to get all the omega threes we need from our diet. But again, as I was saying, that's a lot harder these days. So, just as um some extras though um incorporating small wild caught fish yes now smaller fish contain less mercury than the bigger fish so i'm a big fan of you know going to the local fish co-op and getting your you know flathead and brim and you know the local caught stuff yes um i like salmon although you do have to be careful where your salmon comes from Mm -hmm. because one of the big controversies about fish oil supplements is that there's only about four manufacturers of fish oil supplements in the world so everybody buys their oil from the same companies. Some companies are a lot more responsible with their practice, you know, and they're not, um, you know, damaging the fish population. Others don't seem to care. So yeah. it's good to make sure where your fish oils come from. But then the differentiation in Australia is there are TGA standards for how much mercury and pesticides and toxins can be contained because, as we've talked about before, every part of the planet is polluted these days, unfortunately. So... What helps? So everybody buys their fish oil from the same sources, but it's what the individual companies do with it once they get it here in Australia. Some key people would just put it straight into capsules and then sell it. Right. And unfortunately, in my belief, the, the cheaper fish oil, the more fish oil capsules you can buy for the cheapest amount of money, I wouldn't even be bothered taking them or yeah. chuck them out because you, you can be assured that they haven't been purified to the degree that some of the better brands have been. So always check with, you know, I would say never buy the cheapest fish oils on the okay. market. Okay. And um, I would get some good advice about what are the best brands to, to get. Now, always the Mullen Health website and Mullen Health Facebook has some great information. Do you have any blogs that you've prepared on this topic? Yeah, we do, actually. We've got a good um, good blog on fish oil and, you know, learning more about what fish oil can actually do for you and also... Um, what sort of dosages you need to be looking at as well. Okay, so great information there. You can visit the website and Facebook at any time. You invite people to do that and have a good look at it. Yeah, absolutely. And But it definitely, if um, like I think, as I said, I think everybody should be taking fish oil supplement. And really, you know, it's particularly important in the young and particularly important in the elderly. And, and just, then, just before we go, what's that phone number? If people would like to ask any more information from Mullen Health at Hamilton, the phone number there? Absolutely. Our number is 49614075. And um, even if anyone from the radio show today has got any questions, they can always ring up and um, speak to one of our naturopaths yep. at no charge. Yep. Um, you welcome that, yeah. More than welcome. We yep. do. We, inc- we encourage inquiries and um, yeah, and and always, you know, calls on the show as well. And you'll be back with us next week. We'll look forward to it next week. And I'm not sure what the topic is yet because I've only just been on holidays. You, you but just I'm sure it will here. be very exciting. We look forward to it. That's next Tuesday, just after the news at midday. Health and well-being with Peter Mullen here at Two in Your RFM.